Welcome everyone to the Holstein House Podcast. I'm the West Virginia woman, Robin of RobinHolstein.com and Holstein House, where my guests get a great night's sleep at a fair rate plus breakfast. This is a podcast that looks at society and culture issues affecting families in West Virginia and the United States, from food preparation and storage, gardening, home repairs, current events, and more. We'll go around the table and back in 60 minutes or less. So let's hang out and talk a while. Good morning, all y'all out there in YouTube and Rumble land. How are you doing? Oh, and Facebook, Facebook. Don't want to forget my Facebook family. (laughs) Have you had enough of Happy New Year? And, oh, I have these resolutions and things that I'm going to do. for What are your top 10 resolutions? And, (laughs) oh, you know, a look back at 2023 and regrets. And (laughs) I, I just, you know, I used to do a lot of that stuff. I don't do it anymore. (laughs) Resolutions. You can make a resolution any day. It doesn't matter. I get it. I get it. We talked about it in church Sunday about um, the point, uh, you know, the, the man-made uh, years, dates, and calendars and stuff. And, um, you know, that we, although Sunday in the in the Christian, uh, Protestant Christian world is, uh, or most of them, some there are some exceptions, uh, Sunday's the first day of the week, uh, Monday's the second day. But as far as wor- the work world in in uh, in today's uh, uh, life, it's Monday's the first day of the week. And everybody hates Monday, and everybody's gonna Monday's always the stuff. Yeah, we need it. We need to be able to say, okay, from this point forward, I'm not going to do X, or I am going to do X, and uh, you know, have a have a point of reference to start uh, uh, a spot to say, okay, starting next Monday, I'm going to go to the gym three times a week for 25 minutes or so and I'm going to start on the treadmill and then I'm going to work my way up and by this day I mean it's good to set goals I'm not saying that it's not I'm just saying (laughs) there's probably a lot of goal setting fatigue about right now where we've all been trying to plan for it over the past several weeks and um, you know look oh I can't wait this has got to be a better year it can always be a better year it can always be a better year. How are you, though? Overall, how are you? Um, things around here are fair. Can't complain. Uh, did take um, a few um, episodes off, a couple of weeks off of the broadcast. Um, it was a mixed blessing. Uh, I ended up backfilling that time with other stuff, so it really doesn't feel like I had much time off. It's kind of like taking off work and then working around the house, you know, and really hard work and doing stuff instead of taking a, a vacation uh, you go back to work and you kind of feel like you haven't had any time off at all it's kind of where I'm at today it's been a very um, a very busy very busy few weeks even though I um, wasn't doing the live broadcasts and I had all kinds of uh, intentions of other things to do but you know you know what's paved with good intentions <laughs> 
But in case, if you've gotten this far, you haven't dropped off out of boredom already, I'm Robin Holstein, and this is the Holstein House Broadcast. And this is actually episode 125 of the Holstein House Broadcast, and it's Tuesday, January 2nd, 2024. So today, we're kind of going to just, you know, we're going to do a little rambling. I um, I have a few things to talk about. Nothing earth-shattering, not like those earthquakes in Japan. Man, did you see that? Uh, they had a pretty hefty, uh, I don't I want to say it was like a 7 point, was it 7.5 um, scale uh, earthquake a couple nights ago and just has uh, really wreaked havoc over there. Um, and then I guess, the, of course, there are, there are little earthquakes, but they call them aftershocks, but the earthquakes that follow the earthquake. Um, it's going to be tearing them up for a little while. I, I really... Um, I hate that for those folks over there. I'm so uh, I'll say fortunate um, to be living in an area of the world that does not experience that much at all. We did have it. Um, we felt an earthquake. Gosh, I hadn't left over at uh, the Chemical Alliance Zone yet. That was what in 2020 2018 no no wait uh it would have been the summer of 2020 because we'd gone through a lot of the rona stuff uh and things had been opened up and closed up and i would say yes it was around it's around in there somewhere i can't remember now Uh, we felt an earthquake and um and it was before that it was anyway doesn't matter we felt one here doesn't happen very often at all. Um, this one, this one shook the building that I was in. It caused us to uh, evacuate the building, and um, the safety team went through and walked through to make sure there was no uh, structural damage that they could see. And then uh, I cleared my stuff up, got went home. Man, I wasn't gonna hang around there. It's unnerving. It's unnerving. Uh, I mean, I was looking at a steel beam, and I saw it, you know, wobble. And I thought, am I, I'm having a stroke because you just you just don't see that. And um, but it was the effects; it was the shock waves going through there. So anyway, thinking about those folks and and praying that uh, they'll be able to recover well over there. <clears throat> I do want to talk to you today a little bit about my church fundraiser. I'm really excited about this. Uh, you know, some days I'm really down about it because some it's just it's like. Being Sarah Abrams' wife and told you're gonna have a baby and you're 80 years old, it's like, <laughs> yeah, uh huh, I see this happening. It's been 80 years. <laughs> I feel like I'm going through that 80 year period of time right now with this. Some of the things with the church, it's just so much going on, something all the time. But uh, I'm really excited because we have hit and actually surpassed our very first goal. So for those of you who don't know. We had uh, a year ago, we had this big change. A lot of people left the church. Not We didn't have very many left. And so the few of us who stayed have been fighting very hard to keep the church open and to grow the church and inc- increase the awareness of the church and the community and, um, <clears throat> you know, try to try to keep the church active and keep reaching out to people as best we can. And one thing that happened uh, was that we got a letter from the insurance in um, it actually came, I think, in late October, and I 
got a hold of them right away. And I said, wait a minute, what's going on? And what the letter said was that they were not going to renew us uh, once because of the uh, condition of the roof. And of course, I was blindsided because the people who were supposed to make sure that that was taken care of uh, didn't do it. And um, so I, I I told him, I said, I, I don't understand. Can you, if I can get the roof replaced, will you consider not, will you, will you continue to renew us? And uh, they said, well, we'll have to get back to you. Well, then Thanksgiving came and went, and then I had to get a hold of them again and say, you never answered me. And I got a hold of a person, a different person that time. And she said, you, you, they didn't send the information to the correct person. Here's who they should have sent it to. I'm going to take care of that. I'll be back with you today or Monday. And that was on a Friday. I heard back on the following Monday and they said, no, nah, you're going to start looking for some new insurance. And so, but in the meantime, what we started doing was uh, building a Gibson Go site to accept online donations towards uh, repair and replacement repair and replacement of the roof. Uh, so we are going for a steel roof, a metal roof, and uh, we got a really good deal on it. What we have to do is we have to, um, it's going to cost us for the whole project, it's going to cost us uh, around $22,000, which will wipe us out. Absolutely wipe us out. We won't even have money to pay the light bill. So we've, uh, oh, I hope you didn't hear that. I've got a message about my computer running low on storage space. Let me see if I can shut some things off. Um, so I, we, we started the Gibson Go. We put our first goal at $5,000. And then I wrote a letter for our pastor to sign to give to um, what's called the Humphreys Fund. It's a local uh, grant for um, the Methodist churches for structural maintenance issues and wrote a, a very detailed uh, document explaining, you know, we had, we got bids. This is what we wanted. These are who responded and we would like to have a donation. The maximum we can get out of it is $5,000. So if we could raise our 5,000 on their gives and go, and if we get the grant from the uh, Humphreys fund, then that's ten thousand dollars and just shop obviously you can do the math of of half of what we needed that would hopefully buy us some time to get part of the roof done because you, it's there's a definite break where you could do half of it and it would be okay so and to to raise additional money and we uh sent letters out to i don't know if i can let me try to share this if i can <clears throat> we sent letters out to our um congregation, those who have been uh, still faithful to us. Mm, let's see if you can see this here. Uh, this is the Gibson Go uh, page, and it's called Diamond UMC underscore Raising Hope. Uh, hopefully you can see that up here. I'll put the link is actually down in the description. So we actually have a combination. We had one significant uh, contribution of $5,000, which hit our our first goal right off the bat and praising the Lord for that. Then we have had additional contributions uh, of a thousand dollars, a couple five thousand dollars, a three three hundred, a fifty, and a one hundred. I think it's how it went. But anyway, so we are at seven thousand four hundred fifty. So we we actually set our second goal at ten thousand dollars. So we are what two thousand five hundred fifty dollars shy of our second goal. If you feel 
I would love to ask you to help contribute to this. Like I said, the, the link is going to be below in the description. So even if you just, you know, 10 or 25 bucks, it'd be great to help us get. Uh, so this is our little church. Um, and uh, this is the, <laughs> this is the roof. Can you tell that's the roof? Uh, the roof needs replaced and um, that's just our marquee and our uh, see I, we just have a very very simple little small church it, it's not elaborate we don't do big we don't do projections on the back screen or anything like that so it's a very basic just just plain church i like to say uh, a few of the altar decorations christmas and easter and um this is a list of the found uh, the 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 initial um directors or board that uh, the folks that this is from one of our events uh in the fellowship hall the fellowship hall also has to have the fellowship hall is back here if you can see the um if you can see the um mouse pointer here it's back here in the corner uh the fellowship hall it's got to be re-roofed as well so that's it. And this is uh, this is the information that I wrote. You can read all of that. Some quotes and such things there and a few updates. Um, there's our latest update. We're thrilled that we shared our, our closing in our on our second goal. And uh, so if uh, it, it's a, obviously it's a crowdfunding and if you would, I would love so much if you would uh, contribute just a few bucks to that. Um, I mean, it's a good cause. It, it, of course, most people who come to you for, for funds will say it's a good cause, but it is. Keeping the church open is important uh, work, and uh, we have uh, responsibility to work in the community and serve the community, and we need to have the place to do it from. So um, I do appreciate that here. Let me see what it was. <clears throat> So, yeah, if you would, I appreciate it. We we really kind of need to have it all wrapped up by the end of January. But honestly, if we don't, we're just going to have to keep trucking along. Uh, I've got a list of, um, did I bring it down here? I don't think I brought it down here. I didn't. It's upstairs on the kitchen table with the mail I got to bring down and deal with. I have a list of fundraising activities for the church that uh, we're going to try. I think we're going to try a couple of um, um, dinners bake sales i mean it's really there's not a we we don't believe in gambling so raffle tickets and things like that's a gambling i'm i'm going to reach out for clarification on uh, silent bids so on a silent bid you have an item and um you, you like you have a sheet of paper and then you'll have um the item a description and then you have a series of numbers and lines and you, people will, will walk up and write down their bid so like if let's say this was under underneath a cake and i would write uh, my name robin holstein and ten dollars for the cake and then say joe comes over and he wants the cake he might say joe eleven dollars and you just keep doing that and at the there's a certain time you cut it off and whoever's the highest bidder wins i i don't know if i don't think that's kind of, um, I don't think that's gambling I, because you see what everybody, I, it's like auction. So is auction gambling? I mean, because you're not really, unless it's given, unless you win it, unless you are the highest number, you don't get it. So you're not um, losing any money. You're not investing any money. So I don't know. I'm going to seek clarification on that because I'd like to do a couple of um 
silent auctions and like pick up a, a real bakery, not like Walmart bakery, but there's a, a place around here called Spring Hill Bakery. It's a beautiful baker, real bakery made cake and, and have it and maybe go to one of the local donut shops and maybe go to um, some of the local businesses and say, do you have something that, that you would donate that we could put up for auction? Uh, on a table or something and um, uh, see if that's acceptable. I, I got to, like I said, I got to find out for sure if we're allowed to do that. And I say aloud because we are the, a member of the United Methodist Church. It's not a standalone church. We do have some rules that we have to follow. So, and I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. All righty. Uh, let's see. Oh, remember there was something. Oh, we do talk. Uh, if you would please <laughs> consider donating to the uh, Diamond Methodist Church Give Send Go project. Um, it'd be great if you would do that. I'm trying to work on my transitions just kind of so that <laughs> so that when I make shorts there's like a good clear call to action. So that call to action was to please donate. So we're, um, we have a potential long-term guest here at the B&B. I was contacted by a young lady who is coming to the area for an internship. And it would be a year-long internship. She would need uh, the room like three days a week, three nights a week. And I agreed initially. I told her, I said, here's what I'd like to do. I don't want to lock you into this arrangement for an entire year you may not like it you may think it's great and be okay with it but you may feel you know because not everybody um likes it on a long-term basis to be staying you know it's kind of like a boarding house i guess so i told her i said give me a couple of dates i'm okay with you being here with uh, for an entire year you know, three days a week. That's that's fine with me. But I want you to come in. I want you to spend some time here in the house and the arrangements and things and know that that's what you want to do. And what we'll do is we'll get you in here the first week and we'll talk and we'll get things worked out. Give me two, two weeks, your first two weeks of dates. I'll block those off on the calendar. And um we will uh, we'll see from there because I want you to be comfortable. I don't want to take advantage. I don't want you to come in thinking one thing and be locked into a contract and you know and not and not to feel comfortable with it. And she said that was good. Uh, and she and her husband had talked about it and that was fine. So I told her I said I'm going to send you the invoice so that we can block the dates. Uh, you're it's payable when you get here. You know. So I did send her that. I'm going to touch base with her here in a few more days. Let get the holidays out of the way she'll be coming in towards the end of the month <clears throat> and um, talk to her some more about her expectations and uh, what she thinks I've already told her so we had a travel nurse here one other time and she was here 12 weeks except for one weekend that had been pre-booked so it, that But that all worked out because she knew far enough in advance. But she was here for 12 weeks. She needed a small washing machine to wash her work clothes in. And um, I was able to provide her that. And she had obviously full access to the outdoor clothesline. Um, not the dryer, though. 
because I don't allow people in the basement. It had me way of providing an actual dryer, but I had a drying rack and things for her to be able to do that. And uh, that worked out real well because she came in and she would change and wash her clothes, her work clothes uh, right away and, uh, you know, keep keep contaminations down. So we're looking forward to that. Having the young lady come in, uh, she, she is married. She has a family. And I did tell her, I said, now, as much as I'd love to say your, your husband could bring the kids up for a visit, I don't have anywhere to put kids. And um, we don't really take kids anyway, but I said, it's just not something that I could do. She said she fully well understood that, but she would be traveling back home. It wouldn't be a big deal anyway. Kids will be in school, you know, shouldn't be an actual issue. So we got that worked out and uh, she um, will be coming in a couple weeks. I think, oh, that's the old calendar. I got to get a new calendar put up down here. So that's a direct book, and I'm tickled about that because that saves her money. It saves me money. She actually reached out to me through Airbnb, and I told her, I said, Airbnb, it, it's against the rules for me to discuss options in the message uh, portion of Airbnb. And you can get in trouble. I mean, they have their rules, and you're not supposed to direct people away from Airbnb. You could, you could uh, lose your um, listing that way. And she understood, and I told her I do have a Facebook page if she wanted to look me up there. And so she did look me up there, and we finished our conversation on Facebook, and so she direct books. So it was a win for everybody. She saved some money. I uh, saved some money because we're not paying Airbnb. It's all good. It's all good. But if you'd like to uh, check out uh, Holstein House, do that. Go to RobinHolstein.com and look for Holstein House on the menu. And uh, check it out. See if there's some dates there that you want to come through and, and stay. Book your stay. Book your stay. Medical, not a whole lot going on. It's been a quiet couple of weeks. Um, the uh, inhaler still kind of makes me sound hoarse. And I really uh, struggled in our Christmas services at church to to sing. And that's, that's driving me crazy. <clears throat> because... Um, I like to do that. I like to do that. And it uh, it is a frustration. I do have a little bit of a cough hanging on here and there. Uh, one of the things that I did do that I wanted to share with you is um, I bought some fleece-lined, um, oh, what are they called? Face shields. They're the, like, they look like the big mm, tube you put around your neck and pull up over your face. And I bought some of those and to wear outside in the cold. And they really do seem to help. I do have a couple others that are supposed to help with just general allergens. But I did, I went on a, a walk this morning and the fleece line face mask or face cover really, really, or face shield. I forget what it's called. I want to think it's a shield. It's kind of like what skiers wear. You know, they pull them up. I had some issue with fogging of my glasses. But uh, obviously, I could lift my glasses up off my face. But part of that is because of the glasses. <laughs> Today's world, you can get treatment on your lenses that keep them from fogging up. But I didn't do that because I don't always do that for my glasses. And um, I was struggling with a little bit of fogging on the lenses. Uh, even if I pulled the uh, face shield up over my nose and then put the glasses down to where like they were sitting on the uh, face shield, 
I got um, warm air from where I was breathing, rolling back up and into my into my glasses and causing them to fog up. So I don't have a perfect solution for that. If you can think of something, I'd love to know. It'd be a great help. But I was able to get about a 45-minute walk in today. That's the first one I've had in a long time, especially since it's been cold. And it really felt good to uh, to get out and do that. I didn't go at a very good pace. I was walking fairly slow, but I, I haven't had a walk like that in a long time. Last uh, November, yeah, November, early December, I was on the um, bike trainer. And I injured myself in a very delicate area, um, not from a pull or a strain, but just from the seat. And uh, because of the delicate area, it has taken a while for it to heal. And it is finally healed. I've learned my lesson. I'm not going to do um, 10 straight days on the bike without a break <laughs> at 30 minutes a clip. I need to work myself up on that as uh, and uh, bring the weight down a little slowly and um, and do that because that was uh, <clears throat> that was painful. <laughs> and it, like I said, it took a while to heal because where it was. But that's um, that's part of it, I guess. I yeah, my ankle is still uh, a little off. It might not better is what I'm afraid of um, because it it will it will feel like it's better and then I'll take a step some way and then it feels like it's bothered again I I, I have an ankle brace that I can use on it it seems to help um, but I can't keep it on there all the time because it cuts the circulation and it hurts but I have another one that's a little looser and it's just doesn't do any good so there's not an in-between that I have found um, for that. I guess I could, an ace bandage might be an in-between, but they're so, I don't know, ace bandage is just, it's, it's a lot more work <laughs> than just pulling on the elastic uh, elastic brace thingy. But uh, I, I'll see, uh, we'll get something worked out. It won't be, it won't be bad. It'll be okay. It'll be okay. <laughs> so, alrighty. I hope your uh, holiday time was uh, was good and restful and and fun. We didn't do any. Well, uh, my son came in from Virginia, and I was I was glad to have him come in. He just came in overnight and uh, brought the grand dog and. Um, bless her heart she's um, 15 I think now and just she's at that senior age that traveling like that is very stressful and so she just was very uh, stressed and um, pacing and nervous while she was here not like when she was you know a lot younger and she'd just go sack out and sleep she was really agitated and nervous while she was here so that really um, that really was sad for me for my little grand pup that uh, she struggled so with her visit to us I I am reconsidering again yet again the um, I I think I'm going to cut I really do think I'm going to cut the broadcast to once a week 
um, <clears throat> excuse me, I, I just, right now, there's just not enough demand uh, for multiple uh, live broadcasts a week for me. And um, I am, I do have, um, I was going to share with you, I do have three interviews lined up with folks so that I will have, um, I'm going to try to, well, try, I've already really started planning to have uh, interviews of uh, interesting people to share with you. And uh, I, the first of those interviews is actually, I'm going to be interviewing next week, but I won't post it. I'm thinking I'm going to post these for late on Friday nights. Um, I keep looking at that calendar. It's the wrong calendar. It's for last year. <laughs> I don't think there's a 2020. Oh yeah. Heck yeah. There's 2024 on the back. Hang on. This is the husband's work calendar. Uh, 2024, January, uh, the first interview is on the 11th. I think I'm going to schedule those to go on Fridays. So I think I'm going to make Fridays my interview, uh, day. And then, um, Tuesday will be the live show. Tuesday works better for me for a couple of reasons. One, I can't find my tape dispenser to tape that back up, but I don't really kind of need to do it right this minute, except that it, oh, there it is. It's just, it's, it's an ADHD thing. Or, now this is probably more OCD in it. This isn't, wouldn't be ADHD, this would be the OCD part. But um, I think if I can keep that up for a while, I'll, uh, I'll use the uh, interviews for Fridays and I'll be live on Tuesday mornings until I figure out a different plan. I, there are so many things that need to happen and there's just not enough of me to do them. So as much as I would love to be able to continue having, having bi-weekly um, live streams, there's not the demand for it. And Maybe at some point it will increase. Maybe it won't. It might be that I'm not meant to have live shows. That's fine too. We'll figure that out. I I am not disappointed. Uh, I've got 125 shows up. So I have been working very hard for that. And I just need to focus. I, I've said that before. I really need to focus. I have tried to focus in on some things that I thought would be of interest to you. And I just don't seem to be hitting that mark. So I need to work on that. And I'm not sure where that needs to come. I can look and say that um, the people that I'm trying to reach are people like me. <laughs> Between ages of, say, 30 and 60, 30 and 65, maybe. That's kind of a wide uh, path there. But people who are interested in um, hosting Airbnb from their home or hosting uh, bed and breakfast from their home. People who are interesting, interested in food preservation and storage. And I can offer these things in one of the realities is, is that most people are busy during the morning. 
and I don't see a lot of return on the um, the videos. And I don't mean cash returns. I just I'm looking overall, and I I just I'm not seeing. I'm not seeing and I'm not hearing from. So it's like I'm speaking to this great chasm, this great emptiness. And there's not even an echo. So I'm, I'm rethinking a lot of things. I've, I've reached out to a couple people who, who've offered to help. And I said, be careful now because I will ask you for help. Believe me, I will ask you for help. Give the holidays a chance to settle down there and uh, let them get back on their regular schedules. I know some of them have some other things going on and reach out and see if I can, uh, if I can get some, some, some guidance, some mentorship um, from some folks out there. And like I said, it could, it could very well be that I, I just don't do lives. Maybe I only need to do one live a month. Maybe I need to focus on the um, the practical the how-tos, the actual videos instead of the lives. It may be. It may be that I'm a little out over my skis on this. So, And I'm okay with that as long as I can figure it out. I'd like to hear people tell me, hey, I'd like to see more of this. I'd like to hear more of that. But it's not there, and that's okay. So I'm going to, uh, if you, if you do have comments, if you'd like me to try something different, if you'd like to see more um, examples, more uh, videos of, of how to type things, I, you know, I do have the one out uh, I did the other day on um, the um, Harvest Guard reusable lids and rings. I do need to, I have, I have looked up what I did wrong because I had I only had like three out of seven of my jars to seal the first time I'm experimenting with water and I did look up I think I know what I've done wrong and so I want to do another video with that and see if I can get seven out of seven then I want to move on to the pressure cooking with them and right now I'm just putting water in them because that's easy and um, I'm not wasting food that way I can always put the water in in what I'm cooking <laughs> so it won't be wasted uh, and also have sterile water on the shelf if you need sterile water but uh, you know more of that more examples of that more how to's um, do I get my book out and start you cooking and showing things out of the book uh, do I start doing oh did you see oh let me see if I can I don't know if I can show it to you from here um, uh would be the best route I, let me try opening my my phone and um see if i can access the photos from it while it's streaming because that will be the fastest way if i can get to it if i were a carpenter and you are late. Oh, there it is. Let me see. Can I? Oh, it's not going to let me do it while I'm connected. You turd. All right. Well, what I was wanting to show you, if I could do it, I mean, I can do it. I just, uh, I didn't have things ready to go. 
I am. I bought a couple books and I wanted to show them to you, uh, show you the um, covers of them. They're antique. I mean, I don't want to throw the word antique around loosely, but yes, they are antique books. These are uh, 1900s. One of them is, uh, I want to say it's a 1919. I don't think, I don't actually think I took a picture of the, um, oh, for heaven's sakes, it's got me logged out. I don't think I took a picture of the inside page with the year on it. I, this is going to be annoying. I thought I had all my stuff restarted and I didn't. But this is going to be a, give me just a second. I've almost got it. Oh, and that dumb dig, gives and go. I thought, I shouldn't say dumb, but uh, I thought I would be able to um, upload a video for a for an update to what was going on. Nope. Nope. I'm totally goofed that up. All right. Let's see if I can show you this page here. This is, let me see if I can get to the full page for you. Fanny Farmer, Fanny Merritt Farmer, Boston Cooking School. This book is a, is a 1919, oops, that was a display. I wanted to show him somebody. This is a 1919 book. And just like it says, it's a Fanny Farmer cookbook. Uh, and it's got some tremendous stuff. And then this one, Elements and Theory and Elements of the Theory and Practice of Cookery. This is actually a, a, a textbook. Um, and it's also from the 1900s. And I come across both of these books at a, an antique shop in Huntington. Um, I was tickled. I love to find these things. This book here has, um, uh, it, it teaches you, uh, if you were a young girl in the 1900s and, um, you went to uh, college, let's say, to get a, you know, edu further your education in uh, running a household. This book is the one that you would be using for uh, learning to cook. The elements in theory, and it talks about uh, why you need water and what the chemical makeup of water is. Um, the uh, how to prepare uh, milk for infants who have special needs, uh, how to mix that. Um, oh gosh, just, I, I don't know. I wish I had it. I should have brought it down here. That's my terrible planning, but I think it's, it's, and it talks about different cuts of meat. It talks about different, uh, animals that you can cook. It talks about frog legs. It talks about all kinds of, you know, uh, things that were being prepared and eaten at, at the, at those, uh, at that time period that aren't uh, eaten today. And, uh, I found those two. I was really, really thrilled about those to find them and, uh, to be able to read through them. I've read through just very little bit of them. 
just a very just a few maybe probably about 15 pages a piece of them and that was while we were in the car he was driving and I was reading and it was fun to read that the the binding is so obviously Solomon one was so fragile it's coming apart so I may I may use some of that that might be yeah I think that may be where I need to go I think what I may need to do is uh, focus more on the um on the uh, how-tos and the cooking and the things like that and less on the live show so we'll start i think we'll start next week with tuesday um i'm gonna look at my google calendar i hate i i hate you know i don't like using google but it's just so darn convenient um so i do have a a, a I set up on my Google Calendar. I got stuff scattered. I, I need to consolidate. I really do. But I need help with that. I don't know how to do all of that. I know about... Um, I just don't... I'll, I don't know which is, which is compatible with what. So I do have... You can go on my Google Calendar if I send you a link and schedule consulting time. Not that you guys want to consult with me. But that's how I've got my my guest uh, uh, interviews set up so that they can uh, they can reach out to me. So uh, what is next Tuesday the ninth? Yeah, I mean, so it looks like Tuesdays, maybe with rare exception, are going to be the better days to run the live show. Uh, and um, darn it. And just try to focus a little more on creating content of other stuff. <laughs> uh, and post it for the rest of the time. That will, I mean, if I'm doing, if I'm interviewing people on, if I'm doing the live show on Tuesday morning and doing an interview uh, on Tuesday afternoon, then in theory I can have um, the rest of the time. <laughs> I say in theory, it never works this way. It never works this way. I'll be able to um, um, load and have something pre-recorded on Fridays. That may be the best thing. Because honestly, friends, those of you who've been stopping by and listening to the broadcasts uh, over the past 125 episodes, plus the special ones that aren't included in that number, you know that I've had so much going on. And I do catch myself saying I all the time. I get it. That happens when you don't have anybody to talk back and forth with. <laughs> and not having guests makes that very difficult. And not having uh, folks that are able to be here with me uh, in the comments, uh, following along live uh, and, and sharing their comments makes it really tough. It really does. So I think I'll back that off. I have so much going on with the church. I have my last actual class tonight for my certified lay minister. Um, we'll do that tonight. Around, I think it's around 6 o'clock. And um, then the only thing left to do is prepare for the interviews that will be coming. And I have some uh, sample questions that I need to study up on that could be part of uh, what I'm doing. But I've got the church fundraiser to, to head up. I've got to... Um, uh, I do the Sunday services except for communion and then I only do part of that oh I was going to share with you that 
this past Sunday was our watch night service. And I, I've been trying to share special services like that on Eventbrite to encourage people to come and participate. Um, I haven't been, I wonder if sharing our regular Sunday service on Eventbrite, making it a regular, um, of course it's free, <laughs> just a regular service uh, event uh, for a few weeks might, um, it's, it's a matter of, it's a matter of letting people know we're there. I think a lot of times in today's world, we have um, a significant number of people. I don't know if you want to call it an entire generation, but a big portion of a generation who were not raised with uh, a church-based foundation. And I honestly think that that's part of why there is so much, why people are so lost. And lost may be a difficult word to use, difficult because of how you define it. Lost in the sense of they don't know Jesus. Lost in the sense of they used to have a church home and they have fallen away. Maybe their lifestyle is um, less than uh, stellar, you know, and they feel like they can't go to a church or that nobody in a church would want them there. And you know, just people who think that, that they can't be helped, that there's there's no help for them. And I'm not a medical doctor. I'm not a psychiatrist. I'm not a psychologist. I'm not a, I took some counseling classes, but I never, I never did any, um, anything with it. I, I, I got a life coach certification, but I never did anything with it either. I think there's a lot of people searching and perhaps if, you know, there, and there's a lot of people out there who maybe were treated badly by a church and they think that every church is going to treat them badly. I can't promise that I'll treat you exactly the way you want. I recently had someone who um, had been pretty important in our, our extended family. Uh, get very upset at me for a, a slight that I didn't know that I had even done. Uh, it didn't come out until they were upset about something else. And they were very brutal with their accusations on me for something that they never told me bothered them. And it was uh, language like, well, you do these things and you don't even know you're hurting people's feelings and you say things and you just don't know it upsets people and you're rude. And, and uh, then came the, you Christian people do and fill in the blank. And I, I you know, I just said, look, you know, I, I don't know. You didn't hear the situation was this as the way I saw it. And 
the steps that I took were well within reason under the circumstances by any measure. Uh, and I'm sorry that you have, that you felt slighted. I didn't intend to do that. It was a matter of, um, it, it, it was a matter of um, respecting other people's time. Eh, I gotta be careful. I don't want to get into it too deep. But anyway, apparently the person was offended by something that I said that in a business meeting would have been a no big deal. But then they brought out the you Christians part. And I understood at that point, this was not about me. It was about them. And it, I don't, I can't know that I've hurt your feelings if you don't tell me. And if you wait six months to tell me, I'll apologize, but I, it's all, all the context is lost on me. I didn't, you know, six months ago, I said, what, six months ago? Did I really say that? I'll take your word for it. I didn't mean to hurt your feelings. And then you feel slighted. Anyway, there's a lot of people out there that feel that way about a church. Something has happened. Someone in a church has said something that hurt their feelings. Uh, made them feel self-conscious, made them feel unwanted. And instead of saying anything to that person without <laughs> starting a fight, they just walked away and said, oh, you know. And then they badmouth. I walk away a lot. But I don't badmouth. And I don't call people out. And I don't say because of your religion or because of your lack of religion or if if something you know people and i don't i don't get upset that often anymore and generally people are going to understand if if they bothered me but if you're going to go and and try to um embarrass me in public that's a little different i don't need that I don't need that. And uh, I, I hope to not ever embarrass someone in public. I, I understand I can be having a conversation about a behavior that could fit thousands of people. And if I don't name it, you can't be sure who I'm talking about. You may think you are, but maybe not. Anyway, that's just way, way. <laughs> way out of track where I was trying to go I think and uh, before I wrap up is that there are a lot of people out there who are searching for perfection in a church and you're not going to have perfection in a church because a church is filled with flawed people but I want people at our church to feel welcome I want them to feel that they can come in and that they can pray and that they can worship uh, without judgment and they can come in and they can seek answers maybe they won't like the answer but they can seek answers to their questions uh, and they can fellowship and perhaps build a new a different I shouldn't say new but a different support system 
It might work, it might not work. I don't know. Either way. I'm going to wrap it up with this and, and I'm something else that I have to absolutely have to work on is stop rambling. I have to stop rambling. It's another side effect, I believe, of having too many live broadcasts with no guests and very few um, comments, very few interaction or very little interaction from the folks that are listening because I'm just constantly trying to share stuff with you and it just leads me off and down these rabbit holes and I, I can't focus. And um, not to say that having a screen full of people, you know, that I can't keep up with the names of stuff, which in, on one hand would be nice, on the other hand would be a nightmare, would help me focus. But I would have more of an idea of what people want to hear. Anyway, it doesn't matter. I'm going to quit rambling now. I have a lot of things to do today, and a lot of it's going to be sitting at this desk, unfortunately, getting ready for taxis and paying utilities, getting things caught up. So that's something else I have to do. I do appreciate you, each and every one of you, even if you're catching me on replay, and even if you've never commented or you rarely, very rarely comment. Um, I do want to invite you to continue uh, to be sure to like and subscribe so that when I do have new content published or I do have a live scheduled, you'll be notified and you'll be able to be here with me and maybe help and we'll converse and catch up. Um, and almost any topic is, uh, is open for discussion. And I'd love to know, I'd love to know what type of things you're, you're wanting to discuss. And it can be, you know, um, household issues. It can be uh, church issues. It can be uh, societal issues. It can be just about anything. I, I, it can be a wide range of topics, and I'd love to be able to help you out. Um, the, peop the first guest, let me see if I can <clears throat> pull this up uh, real quick while, I'm, while I still have you with me. Checking if the connection is secure. Oh my gosh. This stuff is killing me. Updates and logins and logouts and oh dragging it out so slow sometimes. And it's, you know, redoing and redoing and redoing. Oh, you know what? Forget it. I'm not going to pull you up on that machine. Let me try to pull it up on this one. Because on this one, I'm streaming through my phone. I'm using the hotspot on my phone. And... It gives a difference. Because I, I use that VPN... And uh, it it masks, you know, your uh, your location, and a lot, just so many of the sites that I use are like, oh, well, yeah. where is my? There it is. Um, 
I will be interviewing J.V. Hilliard. Uh, he is an author. His, uh, his, his area is uh, epic and dark fantasy. Um, and, but what I was, what I would be discussing with him is not so much epic and dark fantasy <laughs> as it is, uh, as it is writing in today's and getting self-published and those type of things and what it looks like for authors, uh, in 2024. Let me see what else his profile says. Cause I don't, rem I don't have it memorized. I'll be interviewing him next week on the... 9th next Tuesday. <clears throat> so he was raised as a highlander in the foothills of once great mountain chain on the confluence of three mighty rivers forged uh, in his realm's wealth and power for generations. I read that totally wrong. <clears throat> says born of steel, fire, and black wind. J.V. Hilliard was raised as a Highlander in the foothills of the once great mountain chain on the confluence of the three mighty rivers that forged his realm's wealth and power for generations. And I, I he's from Pittsburgh. <laughs> he's from Pittsburgh. His father, a peasant twerg, toiled away in industries of honest labor and instilled in him a work ethic that would uh, shape his destiny. His mother, a local healer, cared for his elders and his warrior uncle who helped to raise him during his formative years. His genius brother, whose wizardly prowess <laughs> allowed him to master the art of the abacus and his own quill trained with him for battles on fields of green and sheets of ice. So he has a, uh, a, a gift, a gift for, uh, language there so I'll be uh, I'll be interviewing him next week and I'll have that uh, posted up on probably the 12th I'll have that set to go so I'll try to get a little more information out uh, as best I can on especially on the um, telegram group so if you're not a member of the telegram group uh, go over to my contacts page at robinholstein.com and uh, and and look to get into the telegram group all right, kiddos, I'm going to cut it there. I'm going to let it go. And uh, I will, um, I might go ahead and see you this Friday and just uh, finalize it and let you know for sure what, uh, what the plans are for the coming, the rest of the month coming up. So until then, I will talk to you later. Take care. Uh, I love you guys and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. So there you have it. Post your comments, do all that boosting, liking, sharing, thumbs up, and stuff that helps spread the word and poke the algorithms. Follow me on most of the big social media platforms and look for my name, Robin Holstein, or Holstein House. Till next time, bye-bye.